You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 269, posted November 2020. Horse Law Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the dog and pony adventures. Hello, nerds. It's me, Tony Sindelar, your sometimes friend, sometimes dungeon master, always me. I, I really didn't think out how I was going to end that before I started talking. We are continuing our Curse of Strahd adventures here in the dark and gloomy land of Barovia. Let me reintroduce your favorite dog and pony players, because they're the only ones you know. Uh, first off, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hello, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Next up, it's Aline Sims. I always feel so good when you introduce us, Tony. Um, I play Imra Soliana, the, uh, what am I, wood elf ranger, <laughs> her trusty dog, Androdite, and I try my best to keep our NPC, Arena Koliana, out of trouble. I like that you feel good. That feeling is, of course, fleeting because I then it spend is. the following hour trying to destroy you or yep. use psychological warfare to break you into pieces to make it easier to destroy you. Uh, speaking of psychological warfare, next up, it's Dan Morin. Oh, okay, good. I've got my brand. I play cast in Onotaro's Crucible, <laughs> a.k.a. Crucible, a warforged cleric of the forge. Also here, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. Hello. I am playing Brildish. I am a, a dwarven paladin who really wanted to be a cleric. And uh, my trusty celestial pony, Pony Cindelarent. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, rounding out the party, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hello. I play a half-elf <laughs> druid named Elevor, uh, who coincidentally has turned into a dog. <laughs> For Dog the purposes of the show. Dogavore is Mike, not with you. Pepavore? Micah, Micah, we literally let you play a dog in another adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Henry's like, can you please put me down? I hate this. I'm just saying, we've al we're already doing a lot to uh <laughs> <laughs> to, to to indulge you in every way whatsoever, and in, yet somehow it's never enough. Um, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yes. All right. Let me remind you and our listeners of where we left off by looking at the notes that you guys took last time for me. Um, let's see. So uh, you had finally left the town of Velaki, a town where all was not well. Uh, you had learned the kind of unsettling story about Isaac Strozny, that he is, in fact, the, uh, I guess, orphaned and not orphan, orphan, yeah, totally orphaned, lost brother of um, Arena Koliana, who has been traveling with you uh for safety uh that was unsettling and wasn't totally clear what you're supposed to do with that uh and along the way you know just when you were minding your own business settling down for tonight you were attacked by wolves and one wolf person type creature who you uh were able to uh uh, defeat and interrogate and learn some things from. And you made some decisions about where to go next that, uh, of your choices of uh, the general direction on the western side of Barovia, big Barovia. Uh, you had your, your choices of 
places such as the town of Kresk, uh, the Wizards of Wine Winery, or to seek out the Tower of One Rictavio, uh, half-elf, uh, retired circus ringmaster who you had met in, uh, Vallaki. And let's be honest, who all of us had fell in love with. Rick-tavio. You know, in every podcast, there is a breakout player, and sometimes that breakout player is the dungeon master. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Eat it, players. Uh, so, uh, so yes, you have chosen to head in the direction of Rictavio's Tower. Uh, you found Rictavio's Tower. Rictavio, you know, it's his tower in that he lives there, but it is a tower that has been there for quite some time uh, and is protected by some powerful magic wards, including both a anti-magic field, which would uh, keep any of you from casting spells in the immediate vicinity of the tower. Also worth noting that your magical weapons are not magical when in the vicinity of the tower. Why would I mention that, Tony? Why would I mention that? Um, Whatever. My my axe is not magical anyway, so... Yeah. I don't have magic weapons. I'm just, so. I'm just asking, just, okay, as an aside, I thought I was already being very obvious. Was there a moment recently where magical weapons were a big deal? Yes, Maybe, but whatever. Was. No, I don't no. remember any such thing. Okay. Um, and there was a very strange lock on this ancient, uh, magically protected tower, which Alina Delina, uh, figured out. Basically, you just needed to break out some dance moves and mm-hmm. you were able to gain entrance into the lower level of the tower. Just as you were starting to peer into the dark, unlit lower level of the tower, um, Elevor happened to study some tracks in the mud and notice, uh, something they look kind of like maybe, uh, Tiger tracks, some large cat-like creature. So yeah, that's where we left off. Um, Good times, yeah, great times, beautiful times, lovely times. Time to move on to the next. There was, <laughs> there was a question that I did have before, uh, before I even knew about some scary creature coming at us, and uh, I had asked if there was a handle on the inside of the door or if there were any markings on the inside of the door similar to the ones on the outside. Okay. Uh, so you are some, several of you, and I've, I've got a map there that you can look at, are crowded around the front door of the tower. Um, it's dark inside. Uh, and you think you may have saw... Somebody rolled a perception check, and you think you saw that some, something was moving uh, inside. And Elevor takes this moment to also look at the back of the door. Uh, Elevor, the back of the door looks relatively mundane. There's a doorknob. There's no signs of any kind of runes or, or arcane or magical. No more things. sweet dance moves. So, no, there's no. There are no dance instructions on the inside of the door. Wow. Okay, so Boring. I know how these things work, and I know how every single spooky Doors. tower and magic house works, and that's that. As soon as we go in, we're trapped inside. <laughs> mm. So I want to. Take a second. I don't care. Let me see. I've got plenty. You're just of... saying you want to like find like a bigger house to be trapped inside because <laughs> this one doesn't look very big. What <laughs> I want to do is I want to prop open the door so that it can't slam on us and lock us inside. Uh, all right. What would you like to do to use to do that? I did you bring looking... a prop? I've got, you got so here? many props. This is the, we have reached the traditional stage of Dungeons and Dragons where people look through their inventory in vain <gasps> and make interesting arguments to me about what things they could use for this. I will tell yes. you. I don't know if you have, uh, Lena Delina might have these. Sometimes rogues specifically come with equipment for, uh, uh, they come with little steel, uh, spikes that would be this great for true. this kind of thing. Yeah. I, like have in the whole, I have a whole axe that's not, yeah. that's currently Ooh, you not have magic. An extra axe? 
Elevore seems more likely to have like a hacky sack and like okay, like, some, yeah. z- like some zines. Rope. You said there was. I was gonna say we could just put a coil of rope in front of it, like. That is, yeah, or that is not I, how rope works. <laughs> yeah, that continues be. to be not it's how heavy. rope works. You said well, there was a knob light. on the inside of the door, and so yeah. I could tie a rope to the knob on the inside of the door and then pull it and stake it into the ground outside, and so then it would be... Uh, the door it's a real in. shame that nobody in Barovia oh, has invented in? a doorstop. <laughs> okay, I look at I look at Bulldish and say, can you use your that extra axe as a doorstop, please? Sure. Thank you. So I right. the plus two magic, which is currently not magic axe, to prop the door open. <laughs> I love as it. You do. All right, yeah. so, and I feel like an axe is probably perfectly. Mm-hmm. Br- Broldus, you want to move yourself over by the door there yes. on the map? Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a trap. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I just don't want us to get trapped inside. Hey, I am folks. holding an axe in my hands, so if yeah. something happens, go, at least I'm, I'm go armed. With Broldus, just in case. All right, Broldus, you are taking the axe. An axe is perfectly. So the door opens in, mm-hmm. and you are sliding the axe like the axe is perfectly. It seems like it's almost like it was built mm-hmm. to keep doors open as much as it is for hurting people or mm-hmm. trees. I guess it hurts trees also. Uh, the door opens in, uh, and there's kind of a tattered curtain that is kind of obscuring uh, your vision uh, of from beyond. Right, let me tell you, in the this is very exciting. In the uh, description of the adventure as written, the mm-hmm. area immediately inside the door. What do you think it's called? Vestibule. It is totally called a vestibule. Yes! Oh my god! It <laughs> <Nice> works. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd enjoy that. Um, so, Broldish, you are uh, you are, are uh, kind of smushing the axe in there so mm-hmm. that it's going to firmly wedge the door open. Again, yes. the door smushing opens. Smushing the axe. Smushing the axe. My, T- title. My toe. Um, <laughs> That's axe smushing action. And as you're doing that, uh, the curtain uh, kind of gets pushed aside. And some kind of creature uh, is is coming through the curtain, not five feet from your face. Roll perception. Okay. I'm behind her. Can I also roll perception? Yes. Ten. <laughs> also ten. Twinsies. Woo. Uh, well, out of the darkness looms a large creature that Broldish and Crucible can just make out, uh, barely kind of silhouetted by the darkness beyond it. It stands not on two legs, but on four. Its face is stretched and, and elongated and filled with oversized teeth. Where it should have feet or maybe paws are hideous hooves. A nightmare mm. stands before you, or... Maybe just a, a mare. Compared to Pony Cinderlard, <laughs> this creature is terrifyingly similar in size and general structure. <laughs> I, I say, hi? Uh, do you speak horse? No. Uh, the but creature... I don't know. I've seen, I saw a wolf thing that was, yeah. that was a guy. I mean, so I'm but, just saying hi right, to everything is it, is from now an, on. If it is, in fact, does it look... I mean, oh I, speak God, infer- I speak infernal. Does that help? <laughs> You could try speaking infernal to this horse. Yes, very, or, Crucible or you very could try Bissell, Crucible Draconic, very Crucible like raises his hand and says hello in infernal. <laughs> yeah, the horse looks at both of you, kind of looks back and forth, and goes, "Nay." Can't can't you speak telepathically with Pony Pony Cindelarent oh, and have translate. Pony Cindelarent talk? Oh, speak to horse. The horse. Mm. horse interpreter. I call Pony up. Oh my god, this is fantastic. All right, Tony, we'll play two horses talking to each other. I call Pony Cindelarent to the stand. Yeah. Um, okay, 
Just let me let me be clear. Dungeon mastering is a lot about setting boundaries, and I will role play one horse. I will not role play two horses talking to each other. That is unacceptable. This is a player horse that you will have to role play. Thank you very much, Dungeons and Dragons. One horse, me. I, I think the plural of horses is horsums. Horsums. Um, yeah. So I am. I am. I will not. I will not play he's, the role of two horsums. He's, 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 he's Jane, for some reason, that's scary. Um, <laughs> no reason. Um, so, uh, I, how do you wish to proceed? Uh, okay, so basically, Brildish is just, like, telling Pony Cindelart what to say. And I feel like Pony is a little bit bored with Brildish's, mm. like, enthusiasm and stuff. I know what that's just like. Sort of, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Eat eat it, Broldish. Erica, you're okay, but Broldish. Yeah, that Broldish. So Pony Pony will like say the things that Broldish wants uh, wants to be said, but not. I think we may have to make some assumptions about not necessarily the horse language, Mm -hmm. but there may be you know like obviously you and and Pony Sindelarn have a deep spiritual connection. Um, but, you celestial know, even. Celestial even. But uh, Pony Sindelarn's ability to convey all of your kind of wants and needs to another mm-hmm. horse may be limited. I, no. I, I'm making a lot of assumptions here about horses, which is, you know... I mean, I assume horses have some way of greeting each other, so, you know, Pony Sindelarn will, will basically High do the horse actually. version of, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, hey. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's good. It's good stuff. Hey. Yep. Hey is for horses. Hey, um, yo. Oh. <laughs> hey is for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Pony Cindelart, uh, can I mean you're gonna have to do some horse talking uh, yep. here, Erica? This is yep. this is no, the literally that's what pon- Pony's saying. Yeah. You know, basically, yo, hey, what's up? Uh, the other horse says uh, returns the greeting. Hey is for horses. Hey is for us. <laughs> it's for us. <laughs> You, do you live here? Sometimes. Oh, brother. It's, cool. It's a crafty horse. Pony is very laid back. Pony's just trying to ease into this. The pony has never done anything like this before. Wow, <laughs> so, Micah, you are really quick to judge a horse. <laughs> Can you just turn into a horse and have this conversation? Yes, I could also. Yeah, that's the problem with this. This the problem with this situation is not enough horses. I was just thinking that. Thank you. Also, Um, I think the would the anti magic field prevent him from turning into a horse? Probably. Oh no! Hmm. Not enough heese. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Erica. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, let's see. Brildish will add. I'm just, this is like, I have to think, okay, what does Brildish want to know? And then she's going to yeah. pony. And then what's pony going to say? Uh, <clears throat> does anybody else live around here? Uh, don't think so. It's literally just this freaking horse. <laughs> nice horse house. What? What's the deal with a wagon? I pulled it here. Is this, is somebody in the wagon? I don't think so. Then why'd you pull it here? Uh, well, there was somebody in it at the time. Huh. Who? Uh, well, I think uh, he goes by Rictavio. Oh, huh. haven't met him. Pony hasn't met him. 
To be clear. Wow. He's, That's a way to commit to the bit, as it were. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. The bit. Yeah. I get it. Yes, oh, it. my God. Um, he's, he's nice, as far as those two-legged folks go. Yeah, kind of my co- co-worker. Yeah, they're, they're a lot, aren't they? Indeed. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of them with you. Yes, yeah, so many. So many. <laughs> um, I love this laid-back chat. Yes. <laughs> Are you gonna lie? If to you're him? just tuning in now, this is horse talk. <laughs> it's a podcast of Total Party Kill, where two horses talk. Oh uh, yes, the the horse and pony show. I was sorry. The, the revelation that Pony Cinderlaurent thinks that we're kind of a drag and is, <laughs> and is sort of only going on this quest as a begrudging favor. <laughs> I, th- I think Pony mm-hmm. likes really Serena. This whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who are who are truly the villains in the story? <laughs> or who, who? I mean, maybe not the villains, but just you know, not that cool. <laughs> yeah, I just I just really think that Pony's in it for Arena. I mean, Pony can correct me, but I feel like they have an no, affinity. They really yeah. do. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's it's true, and also binds so- bound by magic. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, so yeah. Uh, these folks want to know. I don't even know what they want they to know. They want to know what's going on here, <laughs> and uh, where where that where Rictavio is. I guess. Oh well, he's upstairs. I reckon. So does does he live here too? Yeah. Or does he live in the wagon? I'm confused well, about this whole situation. We don't. We stay here from time to time. We just oh. came from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, I was there. Didn't care for it. Oh no. Not enough the hay horses. Was, the, hay, the hay was all right. It was okay. It was okay. Um, so is there like a, a a bell or something we can ring to to get Rictavio's attention? I I I feel like these folks, like you know, pony uh, gestures behind him, uh, would probably just go charging <laughs> into this place without like knocking or anything. But uh, but I think it would be nicer if I could tell them something that they could, you know. The horse uh, is politer than we are. Oh, yeah, pony, <laughs> pony knows how we are. Listen well, to that poor thing. I don't know much about Nobel. Um, horses. I haven't folks. seen anyone it's open like that uh, song. Anyone open that uh, that door before? That's real peculiar. Oh, Do you think I can there, go outside? Is, is there another way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, sure. Too late. <laughs> the horse pushes past Roldish and mm-hmm. is starts to eat grass on the in the ground outside next to uh next to Pony. Mm-hmm. How did how did you get in there in the first place? Well, Rictavio let me in Wait. through the door. Yeah. You Should we be letting in? his horse escape? <laughs> He's hungry. That it's Pony hungry. steps He's in between a horse. You I'm sure that the- he's cared for. <laughs> so rictavio let you in this door but you haven't seen the door open before well not without rictavio oh i see well we don't i don't think he entertains many guests here is what i'm saying ah well uh apparently he told these people about this tower so i think they took it as an invitation hmm i wouldn't hang out with them too much longer if i were you just saying well <laughs> i'll i'll take that under consideration <laughs> well i guess it wouldn't hurt for you all to go in there's an elevator in the middle elevator? it's like I stairs don't but know it's what flat oh all right well i will uh, i'll tell my people uh enjoy i've never the... been upstairs myself 
Rictavio says horses aren't allowed upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually go inside places with, with these people either. I understand. Mm-hmm. So My name's Drusilla, by the way. It's been a pleasure. Oh, nice to meet you. My name is Pony. Pony Cindelart. Uh, Drusilla eats, eats a bunch of grass. Pony will... Uh, Pony will translate as much of this seems appropriate as seems appropriate to uh, to Brildish. I feel like I overplayed uh, Pony's six intelligence a little bit, but <laughs> but it's horse intelligence. I exactly. feel like it's it, all yeah. relevant. Right. Yeah. It's dog yeah, lives. Yeah. Horse, intelligence, horse intelligence, sort of... intelligence. Six is like twenty four in human right. intelligence. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Drusilla yep. heads back toward the door. I think I'll best be getting back inside now on account of the the wolves. Oh, are there oh, wolves? We ran into some them. on the way here. Yeah, yeah, we're not that far from their den. They're always up and about here. They like to, you know, come mm-hmm. and howl outside the tower. In Don't care case, for it myself. In that case, while while my people are uh, are heading up this elevator, uh, <laughs> do you think I could maybe hang out in the in the tower with you? Uh, I don't like wolves. Sure, it's good to spend some time with another horse. Excellent. Well, I am I am a pony, just to be clear, but. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. All right. So Pony just wanders in and then <laughs> tells Brildish what. So Brildish will say, wow, Pony made a friend. Apparently the horse's name is Drusilla. Would Pony be able to translate that? I assume. We're it's up say, to you. Erica, I sure. don't know how yes. horse, law, horse law works. Horse law. Okay. We're, so we're, oh my so God. we're in uncharted territory. to speak the name of another horse <laughs> to human. Dun, 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 it's dun, not dun. done. Dun, dun. It is a transgression and a crime. <laughs> and Pun- a betrayal. P- punishable by a uh, horse murder, which is when a horse murders you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, apparently, they say pretty similar to normal murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, there's just there's a lot about this situation that's very silly to me. <laughs> just, just, I don't know. If, I, I don't know other people. Just, you. just me. Like All right. What? No, like never what, mind, Tony. No, I'm just. I pushed it out of my head. Suspension of disbelief. This is totally believable. <laughs> just two horses chilling. <laughs> okay, now, now to get it back uh, into absurdity while this is happening you have to imagine everyone else just standing there watching <laughs> yep two horses like nicker winning gum at the air flick their ears pawing the ground a little bit crucible, stop, 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 crucible around, is fascinated like, <laughs> crucible is like closely paying attention like trying to figure out which one of them is talking like, uh, uh, crucible give me an intelligence check my intelligence is not great. Brildish is just smiling. Like, this is great. Seven. <laughs> you now understand horse slightly less than you did before. <laughs> I think that means go You're away. You're reading the cues wrong. It does not. So. So. So some a little bit of time has passed. You're yep. still outside. Yep. So there are wolves around. Rictavio lives upstairs. There's an elevator. And a what? Elevore? What? Do we know yeah, elevators? Is that, rela- is that related to Elevore? Is it I an Elevore? I think so. <laughs> oh I think maybe we should send Elevore first. Elevore is what happens Elevorter when Elevore father. turns into an elevator. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, apparently <laughs> let me it's check like... the challenge rating on an elevator and I'll let you know if I can become one. <laughs> it's like stairs but flat. Does that consider is that Brilish considered nuts. fly speed? <laughs> <laughs> or are we technically swimming through a building? Because I do have swim speed. 
How many of us? Can- these are the philosophers uh, have, have long debated how many how many elevators can dance on the head of an elevator. <laughs> so, well, Crucible is curious, so he's going to go in and follow mm-hmm. the horses. Yes. Okay. Please, the he's. Crucible. Yep. The he's. Uh Crucible, you are in uh, the first floor of the tower. Um, it is not in great shape. This is, you know, I mean, it's the first floor, but. By function, this this has a very basement kind of feel to it. Uh, you know, no windows, lots of uh, there's a bunch of crates thrown about, and they seem to be mainly not even crates so much as like the remains of crates. Um, there there doesn't really seem to be anything in here except uh, kind of junk. Uh, the most notable feature of the first floor of the tower is in the center of this little uh, octagonal room. Um, there is a cleared off square. Um, indentation in the center of the floor and there are four pulleys uh, attached to uh, iron chains that stretch up through a hole in the ceiling above uh, above you that's about the same size as the uh, indentation in the floor and standing next to each chain are kind of four foot tall uh, are four uh, clay statues so four foot tall statues or four foot tall statues. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pretend that I know the answer to that. I realized I said that and I was like, how is this intended to be read? <laughs> I like I the idea would... of teeny tiny statues. <laughs> I bet they four are. Foot tall. I think they would I'm gonna say, say they're one foot tall statues if they were. I am interpreting <laughs> I feel like this is ambiguous. I'm going to make my own quick interpretation here, which is there are four four foot tall uh clay statues. Ooh, okay. big boys. So, well, so like, Brildish-sized. Yeah. yeah. How many people can fit in the space of the elevator? Is it Does it have one of those signs that tells what it's rated for? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, it does not. Is it the look, horse a fire marshal? Like one yeah. by one, which would yeah. indicate one person. I think that or several people could... Uh, it's a five-foot square, five-foot by five square. I mean, yeah. with social distancing, only one person, but... <laughs> Don't you love this to- to- uh, podcast content that will be super dated for when it appears or in will it? September? Yeah, that's the oh, thing. No, no. That's the thing. No, Dan, uh, no. Remember to vote, everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> There'll be All some right. election. It'll make sense. Are there elections in Barovia? Uh, nope. No. Yeah, I didn't uh, think so. Yeah, no I'm, hold on. Gonna get update your list of things that are oh, not in Barovia. You. No election. <laughs> <thank you. laughs> All right, Lena will go down in or go on in the first round. Yeah, Crucible will go with her. Okay. All right. Can I remind you of some of the things that there are not in Barovia? Big Barovia. Please, please. Number one, in order that you have discovered things that do not exist in Barovia. Number one, clocks. Number two, beer. Number three, ants. Number four, chads. Don't remember the context of that. Yeah, there's, Number, there's no one named Chad in Barovia. Yep. No one named Chad. Number five, public libraries. Number six, orcs. Number seven, good days. Number eight, <laughs> bards, which presumably means there are absolutely zero bard chads. Uh, number nine, circuses. Number 10, targets. Parentheses, they're on Walmarts. 11, warranties. 12, air horns. 13, oceans. Bear, bear, bear. 14, <laughs> clean socks. And your newest edition, number 15, what things that are not in Barovia, elections. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. okay, there's no circuses, but I thought you said he was a former ringmaster. I think that would imply that he is not from Barovia. Yeah, no, we know he's not from here. Right. Let me tell you, there's there's not a, there's not a lot of uh, Warforge either. You know why? Because you're not from Barovia, Dan. Wow, Forget rude, it, Tony. It's Barovia yeah. town. 
All right. So I am going to say that you could fit five people on the elevator if you were so inclined. Uh, but you have more than that when you take into account your dogs, ponies, and uh, pony is not interested in this this flat stairs it, thing. Your yeah. your arena Kolyanas and your redeemed uh, Aragals. They Are can they hang redeemed? out on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Can All we right. do some like detect magic or some sort no. of something? We cannot because cannot. there's no magic. I, except for probably the person, there is probably some magic created by the person who is casting this anti-magic field. What right, if right. I cast dispel magic? That doesn't work. We already checked that last <laughs> oh, time. Oh, that's yep. right. I forgot. I didn't <laughs> write okay. that down. Sorry. That said, there is an exception, which is... If you have magic that the source is uh, from a deity mm. or from there was a deity. I'm looking up the other. Exception. I mean, Jin, like crucible is magic, right? So like, it's not like you suddenly start. Right. Like, yeah, not, yeah. Pony's yeah. not just going to collapse into slag. Yeah, because pony <laughs> right. also magic. Yeah. Yeah. Partial magic. Sure. But yeah, day, if you have an effect. So I think I think my turn undead, for example, would work because it's not a spell. And it sources a deity rather than. Right. That's just like rebuking right. or abjuring. Exactly. So there might be some there might be some other stuff that works. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't want to go on the elevator. Didn't oh, yeah. you I, all I, want to come and see Rictavio? We came all the way here to say Rictavio. I did a dance to open the door. We're getting on whatever this is. McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Uh, what if She's I serious. just stay on the first floor and then Pony Cindelart can let me know if we need to, if I need to go up there with y'all? Pony Cindelart oh, isn't Pony's coming. Going, yeah. I know, he's a horse. Saying, How are we supposed to fit a no, horse in no, this? No, no, no. He's right. Five. He's right. I will stay on the first floor with Pony Cindelarn, and then Broldish uh, could tell Pony Cindelarn, yes. "Yo, yo, yo, we need backup." That's actually. But how are you going to understand? Because you can't speak horse because it's a spell, right? Po- yeah, but Pony will know if you start like flailing around. Pony's chap, yeah, has <laughs> tapped on uh, me before when I was a horse with or a dog. I think it was. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so me, yeah, I'm staying yeah. on the first floor. Yep. I'm sorry, <laughs> Lena Crucible. Who else? Yeah, I w- I will go. I'm Rubbish. curious about the flat stairs. That's three. I'm going to keep an eye and on the door to make sure it doesn't close. Emra, are you coming? Andrew and Emra, and I think that Arena and Aragal should stay downstairs with yeah. Elevore. All right, Pony would prefer four that. Four people and a dog on the elevator, which I think is under the weight limit. All right, and someone just shouted, "Split the party! Split the party!" <laughs> Uh, a few, as you are crowding in, the door slams shut. Mm-hmm. What? What happens <laughs> to the axe? axe? <laughs> I guess the axe is probably outside somewhere, flung flung into the swamp by a magic door that slammed shut. I hate that. That's. I mean, let's, that's not me. That's the design of the tower. This, so, this so is. This. I clear, found this tower like this. I just. You know. That is not up to code, Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, to be clear, we have a quest to get a magic weapon, but instead we have <laughs> hidden a magic weapon in a swamp. I mean, it's probably not that far. It's I mean, it was just, it got pushed. Doorstep. Yeah, it got pushed by a door. I didn't, I didn't fire it out of a cannon. But, <laughs> yeah. you know. What would it have taken to keep that door open? Uh, more power than we have. Yeah. More, more probably power. Probably magic that we can't cast in front of this tower. I mean, it's just a door. Elevore, do you want to try opening the door? No, because it's not going to open. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry, wow. I'm not salty at you, Tony. I'm salty at your tower. Okay. Uh, Broldus, do you want to try opening the door? Yes. You open no, the door. Don't. You might hurt yourself. 
Your axe like is this. your axe is like on the stoop outside the door. I I oh. do I have to walk all the way outside to pick it up, or can I just reach let's, down? Let's say you can reach down and pick up your axe. I reach the down. The door opens and I pick from it the up. inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh brother, this is just. I step. I step silly. back. Does it close again? It kind of swings shut just from gravity, not from magic. We we have mastered doors. I yeah. pull it open again have just we? to make sure that it opens. This is the it longest does. trip up an elevator I've ever seen. <laughs> Broldish, Broldish, the door opens again, okay. and then it swings. It swings shut slowly. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes I guess babe. I'll just yes. stow this, Door, guys. Doors and doors and corners, people. Yeah. This, <laughs> th- this axe didn't do very much uh, there, so I'm just gonna stow it again. Uh, unless you want right. to play uh, play with this, Elevore, you can take the axe and try to shove it under the door. It's up to you. Really. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> shove it under your door. Play with my axe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not mine. You can no, take your just axe this with this you. extra one that I carry around because it's it's heavy. There's there's a really exciting other magical. All right. You guys are almost in the room. Are we? (laughs) Are we, Tony? 30 minutes in. Um, So. So, elevator. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're standing in the middle of an octagonal room. There's a bunch of chains in the, you know, they go from the floor to the ceiling. Okay, so suddenly Pony. Looking looking up, there's there's a rather large hole in the ceiling Mm -hmm. above you. And looking above that, uh, it looks like there is a hole in the ceiling above that. It looks like there's kind of a shaft that runs pretty much. Does it seem like we would have to like take the chains and like hoist ourselves? Seems like the chains are attached to the clay uh, statues in each corner. The the statues are literally Mm -hmm. holding the chains. Pony suddenly whinnies and just goes, all right, and asks, hey, Drusilla, how does Rictavio make this uh, flat stairs thing work? Well, I, I reckon he talks to it. Uh, uh, Brilder says, uh, guys, Rictavio talks to this thing to make it work. So maybe it's magic? Up, up, and away! A sensor! Please? Rise! Ascend! The, uh, the, there's no response from the, 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 Lift. uh, the, uh, Elevator! Uh, Rictavio! Yeah. Rictavio, uh, we're downstairs. At, Let us at, in. No, we're down at the elevator. The, uh, at the word elevator, the clay statues, which appear to be some kind of golem, uh, spring into activity. Yeep. They start hoisting the chain. <gasps> That's so cool. And what you actually realize is that you're not standing on an elevator. You're standing in an empty elevator shaft as the elevator slowly lowers from four oh, stories dear. above okay, you. Okay, I move. Very, <laughs> very slowly. There's in no danger whatsoever of you getting crushed by the elevator unless you really dilly-dally to, st- to to work out some personal grudges here in the elevator shaft. Anyone have some things, that, anyone have some beef they want to hash? No, uh, but Elevore <laughs> does look a little smug at everybody. I will yeah, say you that. You should have told us it was a golem vader. <laughs> <laughs> So after about five minutes, the golems are trudging and a stone platform slides and fits kind of smoothly into the indentation you were all standing in uh, minutes ago. All right. Now perhaps we get back on the elevator. We're almost there, people. Sure, why not? (laughs) And then we say elevator. Nothing happens. Son of a... Ascend! The uh, the golems start run 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 run. The chains are creaking crack 
I don't have a good chain creak noise. I like your uh, Foley work. That was, and, that was good. Chain rattle. Yeah. chain rattle. Chain rattle. No, these chains are well in place, Dan. There is no rattle. They've been chain oiled. Oil, chain oil. Chain, yeah. Uh, and so you are hoisted up the tower. You get a quick view of the second floor. There is nothing on it. Um, there's just like the, the floor of the second floor, so that ceiling of the first floor is all rotted and falling apart. Uh, a couple minutes passed. Uh, if you scroll up on the map, you'll see the uh, upper floors. And uh, you are you can see the third floor. The third floor is even in worse shape. There's kind of a large gash in the side of the tower. And you can see some scaffolding outside where somebody long ago was working on the tower. And then slowly, you are pulled into view of the fourth floor, which looks quite different. Whereas the other floors of the tower were kind of in shambles. The fourth floor looks like somebody actually lives here. There's some, like, nice little stained glass windows. There's a bed. There's a rug on the floor. There's a fire burning in a hearth. It smells, you know, a little mildewy and musty, but cozy. Uh, There's some bright tapestries up. Someone is sitting in a uh, kind of overstuffed chair with its back to the elevator. He seems... Whoever that person is is humming to themselves rather loudly such that they don't hear the sound of the chains <laughs> pulling you into place. Uh, and give me a quick perception check as you are slowly pulled into this room. 18. 17. 8. 15. Uh, none of you hears anything too exciting until you are pulled within view of the uh, the fourth floor, where you see someone, uh, you know, perched. Looks like they're in, they're humming along. Uh, uh, and next to this chair where they're perched by the hearth is a rather large creature staring at you intently. This creature appears to be a tiger. Yeah. Nice job, Elevor, on it's the uh, horse. tracks. <laughs> it's a very furry, toothsome horse. Can people see the fourth floor map? Yep. Yes. If you want, no. you could... Uh, token I sc- you have to scroll back. all the way up. Scroll up. Oh, and if you want, yes. you could move your token to somewhere on the fourth floor map. Oh, yeah. You can see the elevator is in the center of it. Crucible will step off and say, hello, kitty. Uh, the chair swings around, and it is none other than Rick Savio. Sitting there in his private study... Atop a weird, creepy tower, looks like he is enjoying a book and a little bit of brandy and spending some quality time with his pet tiger. Of course he has a pet tiger. This guy has style. I don't know that. The tiger growls at you and Rictavio chides it. They're there. They're friends. Hi, Rictavio. I did not think I would see you all again so soon. Crucible, please come in. And Lena Delina and Broldish and... Uh, is is your pop Androdite with you still? Yes, she's right here. Imra, there you are. Uh, and t- please tell me that Elevor is still safe. He is. He's downstairs. Oh, <laughs> down well, elevator. Perhaps he and Drusilla will hit it off. P- a pony is chatting with uh with Drusilla now. I I have a pony. I, I don't think you got to meet the pony. Oh well, it is it is good to see all of you. I was not expecting visitors. Uh, I only arrived uh, late last night myself. Uh, things things got a little hot in Velaki, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I don't. got out Please. while the getting was good. Hot? How? Like temperature? Well, it's it seems there was some kind of break in at the uh, the Burgermeister's manse, and well, a lot of outsiders were being looked at unfavorably. So not a time for guests. Oh. 
Weird. Hmm. I too heard this. <laughs> Technically, it is illegal to own a tiger in Valaki, um, but I've never been a big fan of laws, especially laws against tigers. Why would anybody well, you're want? You're not to- in Valaki. You're just near Valaki. Well, I, but I had the tiger with me in Valaki. You see, it was in my oh. wagon. Ah, what's what's oh, the tiger's the time? What's what's the tiger's name? Oh, she hasn't told me her name yet. I don't really. I haven't quite picked up the language. I'm working uh-huh. on it. Nice. Well, hi. I tiger. regret not being part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, Elevar, when you're afraid of elevators. <laughs> I can't trust something so similar to me. I understand. Mm-hmm. It's fair. So, what has your? Uh, I guess it's been a day since we crossed paths. How are things been going? <sighs> It's been a day. You said it, sir. You said it. We were beset by terrible half-man, half-wolf beasts. Uh, yes. Or just the one, but he inferred that there were more. I, 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 I have done you a great wrong, my friends. I should have warned you. There are many of those creatures uh, in the area here near my tower. Uh, there is a, a, a tribe of them, a clan, that makes their home on the other side of this uh, enchanting lake here. And it is... Uh, perhaps I, I see you must have, uh, navigated the, uh, defenses of my tower. Good show. They, they do tend to keep those creatures at bay, but it's, uh, well, it's, it's barely a day goes by before the, uh, the defenses aren't activated. And well, you know, anyone who tries to get in the door without, uh, doing the little dance that you and I now know, uh, well, they are, they get discharged a great deal of electricity, <laughs> but they well. keep trying. <laughs> Lena has some sick moves. It's true. Indeed. I would do any manner of sick moves to not have a great deal of electricity discharged <laughs> into me. Well said. Rictavio <laughs> starts puttering around the uh, little tower. Uh, it's clear he's really not set up to uh, accommodate like five guests and a tiger, uh, but he is making do. He like pushes a bunch of space off his bed for someone to sit, and he like he offers his nice uh, overstuffed chair, and he finds like a chest that he kind of turns into like a thing, and he's got like he's got he clearly only owns two tea mugs, which he's put tea in, and he's got some other various improvised containers which have tea Aww. or brandy, and he's he's trying his best to make you all feel at home in this uh, weird abandoned tower. Bless him. Uh, Lena's going to like give three raps to the elevator to try and indicate to Elevor, you know, <laughs> that he should come up. I, t- I I I tell Pony to gesture toward the uh, the elevator at El- Elevor, like to kind of shepherd right. him over there. Meanwhile, on the first floor, of- <laughs> <laughs> Dan, scroll the map down to the first floor for the, oh the my viewers. God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on the first floor, uh, Drusilla and Pony Sindelarn are kind of, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. chewing the hay, uh, having some horse chat. Uh, yeah. Ar- Aragal has produced a deck of cards, and he and, and Arena are playing a card game that is unfamiliar to Elevor. Uh, Elevor, uh, did Androdite go all the way to the top? Yeah. Yeah. Androdite's there. And suddenly, uh, uh, Pony Sindelarn gets kind of a strange look uh, in, mm-hmm. in the eye and uh, gives uh, Elevor a nod. Yeah, and then kind of like just like literally, literally like gently with his nose, sort of like pushes you toward the uh, toward the elevator spot, which I assume we're going to send down for him because it's not there right now. Nope, there's just an indentation in the floor right now. 
All right. Okay. I can all say the thing since you were able to call it from the first floor. Let's let's um, see what you do. What are you going to do? Uh, Elavor does not step into the square, but from <laughs> outside of the square says, Elevator! Elevator! The uh, the clay golems start cranking, and the elevator, uh, after a couple minutes, uh, descends to the uh, uh, to the floor with Elevor. Meanwhile, back up on the fourth floor, suddenly the Elevor, the Elevor, the elevator starts descending. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the, the first floor, <laughs> several You're minutes have passed, and the and elevator arrives. <laughs> I get onto the square, and I say, "Elevator!" Nothing happens. Oh, wait, what was it again? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I Welcome to... <laughs> uh, Don't help them. <laughs> go up. Uh, and the clay golems uh, crank into uh, work and slowly minutes yeah. pass as you are m- moved up. Meanwhile, up on the fourth floor... <laughs> So about what time Elevor, is it now? El- Elevor arrives. <laughs> I would say it's it's solidly uh, early afternoon. I would say, okay. as Rick Tavio tells you, tea time. It's a little yeah. early for tea time, but he's he's trying. He's he's a good host. Yeah. Uh, so you know he's he's chatting with you. He's you know being a trying to be a pleasant host and you know uh, probably tell some stories about his circus days. Um, uh, but eventually, you know, the, the conversation maybe comes to more substantial things, and he's. But um, you know, we 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 have shared many a story back in the Blue Water Inn. I suspect more urgent things have brought you here to my tower today. Yes, this is your. Th- so yeah, that was I was a little uh, curious. I I didn't realize that you were such a. Hi, by the way, uh, I didn't realize you were such a magical. <laughs> magical man um this is your tower what with all of its special doors and non well i i must admit some of these were uh those were put in place i i i have not totally uh unearthed the story of the original owner but it seems like this was a a wizard tower some several hundred years ago so there are some uh certain well defenses and affectations this tower provides that were not of my doing uh but uh, no doubt you noticed the anti-magic field very convenient uh in these difficult times you know to live in the wilderness in barovia big barovia of course is dangerous and not without peril and one must bring with one certain defenses lest one be rend asunder by werewolves or bandits or the creatures of the night i feel like a tiger Uh, is pretty good defense too how'd you how'd you guys meet oh well you see first i saved her life and then she saved my life and it's it's been a whole thing Uh, do you have one of those bumper stickers (laughs) (laughs) who saved who yes on my wagon (laughs) 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 Um, but we have been fast friends she is uh you know from from the circus days do you fancy yourself a magic man or does this tower also cease any magic on your part uh well one cannot use magic within the tower but i've you know i'm a i'm a storyteller i'm a traveler i've been known to spin a few cantrips in in the uh if the moment requires it mm. very cool rictavio very cool i knew i liked how, you rictavio how did you get to big barovia 
Um, well, how does anyone get to Big Barovia? That's we a really good know. question. <laughs> that you is know, the question. <laughs> you, you're on, the, you're on the, the road at night, and the mists roll in, and then the mists roll out, and you find yourself in Barovia. Um, but I, I, will, I will be honest with you, friends. I sought out Barovia. Most, most people find, find their way here not against their will, and I, this was a place I came to. Why? Well, it's a long story, and I wouldn't want to bore you, but how are you we all doing? <laughs> no, 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 please don't bore us. We don't us. get bored very easily. Bore. Yeah. <laughs> please don't bore us. Please. <laughs> what I meant to say was, please. Did you say there was tea? Us. Let's move on to the tea. <laughs> oh, yes, press tea for everyone, and or brandy. <laughs> He he he's, he putters about. Um, the uh, I think uh, Elavor, you think the tiger might be rolling his eyes at this point. <laughs> I think I want to. We've uh, already made it clear that we don't recognize when an animal is rolling its eyes at us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's hard. It's hard with horses because their eyes are on different sides of their heads. It's true. easier with tigers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I read at least. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to approach the tiger very the, in in my druidic way. I see no way this could go wrong. I just like to point out everyone make note of where they are standing in this very small enclosed room as Eleanor next to the tiger, apparently. (laughs) Let me roll an animal handling check here. Sure. Roll with I will tell you, roll with advantage because this tiger is in the company of its uh, companion and seems generally um, you know chill. One of my dogs is deathly afraid of the sound of these dice, but just just the those dice are all just those ones oh my god oh my god which should we have the 20 or the 19 plus six we'll go with the 20 plus six elevore you approach the saber-toothed tiger and uh you know, I don't know exactly what it looks like to befriend a saber-toothed tiger, but that is just what you've done. You are getting along <laughs> smashingly. You are giving it that scratch behind the ears, and it's like oh. rolling over. And it's oh. like it's like a big, terrifying kitten with a mouthful of butcher knives, and it <laughs> likes you. In fact, um, you know, uh, Elevar, I think you as a druid know the tiger's uh, name, um, which you'll share with us later. Oh my god, I love that. Micah, you get to name the tiger. Um, oh my god! So, what else is happening in this little uh, little uh, tower room? Uh, Brildish will say, so apparently there's no more wine uh, in Velaki. Did that happen before you left, or is this news to you? Uh, news to me, friends. That is most unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I know the wine comes. There's only one winery in, uh, in Barovia, and perhaps they have run into trouble. Um, Do you know it, how to get to the winery from here? Yes, if you head back to the main road, it's uh, go as if you were going to Kresk, and then you'll turn south. It's not too far, less than a day's journey from here. Uh, and what about other major milestones or points of interest? What do you? What would you like to know? I am well-versed in things Barovian, even though I am not from here. I've been studying Barovia for some time, been poring over the legends before I sought it out. Uh, I, I forget if we've asked him about the lake before. We are looking for a town that I think is no longer a town. I believe it was called Berez. Ah, yes. I have heard of Berez. It is, uh, 
So there are, as you know, three major towns or encampments here in, in, in Barovia. There is Little Barovia, there is Vallaki, where we met, and the town to the west, the walled city of Kresk. It's really more of a town, really more of a hamlet, village maybe, but they call it a city. But time long ago, there was a fourth, uh, the town of Berez. It is south of Vallaki, um, back a ways, and it is kind of on a marshy, swampy area. And it is so that the legends say that the people of Berez ran afoul of the devil. There was a, a a young woman that the uh, the devil sought to take as his bride, and the burgermeister uh, rejected this offer. And it is said that the devil shifted an entire river to drown the town of Berez, and there are just ruins, swampy ruins there now. Uh, I think the land has been, in fact, given, he has given the devil this uh, remains of a town, this swampy former town, to a witch of which uh, he is aligned, uh, the Baba Yaga. Oh, no. She has a hut that moves about. It is unsettling. I cannot recommend that you go to Perez, friends. This is what I am telling you. Hmm. Mm, needs must. We may have to go there as it is. Can you tell us how to get there? Uh, he gives you, he in fact pulls out a, a relatively detailed map of Barovia. And let me just take you back to the world map for a second. Uh, back by where you cross the river out of Vallaki, there was oh, kind of a side. Yeah, that's that's where he points to it on a map. It is literally uh. not labeled on his map, uh, but he so that dotted line rep represents that there's not a, a road there, but maybe a trail that you could find or a path. And he gives you, I don't even know if you noticed, there was kind of a turnoff at a crossroads uh, yeah. not too far out of Vallaki. Yeah. And he gives you kind of specific directions okay. on how you could find your way back there if you were so inclined. Good to know. All right. Though he cautions you against ever doing that. If we were what to, more can to I tell go you? there, mm. if we were to go there at some point, um, is there anything in particular that you could tell us ab about that place that you've heard? Uh, things specifically to avoid weaknesses that the residents might have if they're feeling frisky? I do not think there are any residents, uh, just the creatures that the witch commands. Uh, a variety of... Does she have any weaknesses? <laughs> uh, none that I know of. It is said that she flies about in a, in a giant skull and is... The nursemaid to the devil himself. I mean, that's uh, kind of stylish. I suppose. Again, I can't recommend that you go there. Literally anywhere else in Barovia might be safe for save Ravenloft itself. Um, be very vigilant if you were to even explore it. Why on earth would you want to go there? Well, uh, you know, Lena looks among the other people and says... Probably uh, shrugs. Our... Our fortunes were told, and we were given potential boons that we may utilize if <gasps> uh, if our friends ever wish to make it out of this place. You know, I'm from here, but you are not. They are not. I can see why one would wish to leave. Um, and if we are to be successful in getting them home, we must use every tool at our disposal, no matter what kind of mud hole it's currently <laughs> hidden in. You have seen Madame Eva, then? Yes. Indeed. 
You are the chosen ones. Oh, they say, come again? Oh, once a generation, <laughs> people come to Barovia. I must warn you, so far, once a generation, they have gone to challenge the devil. And they have died. Uh, oh, huh. boy, I remember this. And also, listen to the birds. Yeah, we know. I came to Barovia hoping that I would be one of these chosen. And I was not. And so I have learned what I can and studied the books and the legends. But if you have been given these prophecies by Madame Eva, well, you have a destiny. Can't say always, I necessarily envy you. Uh, I've always wanted a destiny. But if you have been researching... Hundreds and, before you have died trying. If you have spent your time researching the lore, perhaps you could help us achieve these goals I, that we have. It would be my honor. In fact, friends, I, I, must, I must be honest with you. I'm not Rictavio. I'm not a circus rigmaster. I've never been to a circus. My well, true there name circuses here. is Rudolf von Richten, famous monster hunter. Perhaps oh. you've heard of me. For all history. Okay. Uh, <laughs> was he from our can world? Can Lena have advantage because she's a groupie? Uh, Lena, you have disadvantage because he's totally not from Barovia. <laughs> uh, God damn. Uh, I got a... F- 14. Dan, disadvantage. He's not from Eberron. <laughs> uh, actually, you're, a, you're very into history. I'll, I'll say you, you don't have advantage or disadvantage. I got a 14. I got a 4. Uh, I got a 7. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lena right. did not do good, um, but she's still into it. Dan, I think in your travels uh, you have definitely heard a bard story about uh, Rudolf von Richten, legendary hunter of creatures of the night. You heard that story some time ago. <laughs> this is probably him past his prime, like way past. Um also it the the story you did not think it was actually about a person. It had kind of a pulp novel feel, but in bard <laughs> form. Um <laughs> Lena Delina, uh though you are from Barovia, you have heard the name oh. Rudolf von Richten whispered. Uh Particularly, not not among probably uh, your Barovians in the towns, um, but the Vistani uh, know mm-hmm. this name and hold some fear and animosity toward whoever Rudolf von Richten might be. Oh, I, so, so the friends, terrible- I assure you, I have <laughs> I have only shared this information with you now. It is. It, I do not like to keep secrets from anyone. Well, I do. I mean, it is my my life. But it, I assure you, this deception. It was for your safety and my safety as well. And please do not do not judge me unkindly for having not given you my real name before. We will speak freely from here from here on. I assure. I you. forgive you. Thank so, you, Prolter. did you come to this realm in order to hunt the devil? Indeed. I have slain many a vampire, and it is said that he is the greatest of them. And so I sought to destroy him. Well, we have a lot of garlic. Brildish nuts. (laughs) Yeah, we have. Could you actually clear some things up for us? We have some. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Oh no! You have to decapitate them, right? Oh no! I am not going to live them. long enough for a next generation champion. All of these bags of soil with me. What, why are you carrying dirt, Mister Crucible? Do you, what do you know of revenants? 
Uh, they are creatures of the night. They are uh, terrible. Not as bad as vampires, I suppose, but they are quite bad. Let me reframe. <laughs> um, he has I think we're antagonized. Losing the, we're losing one. the thread here, people. Are you are you okay? Did you suffer some head trauma in the fight with the werewolf? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> to to be honest, most of the people who I would learn from as a slayer of the things that crawl in the night um, don't live long enough to develop a robust body of knowledge. Uh, so any guidance that you have on vampires, revenants, such... Uh, would be very helpful in the days ahead. Friends, I can assure you, from this point on, my life is an open book. Will Wichavio have any useful information? Or should I say, Rudolf von Richten, legendary monster hunter that none of you have ever heard of? Is this the key to finally taking down the Devil's Stride? What about Revenants? What about that bag that Crucible totally shouldn't have opened that he totally did? That's going to come back, right? And what about Drusilla and Ponies in Alert? Are they going to be friends or just kind of acquaintances in horse terms? For answers to questions such as these... Tune in next time for Total Party Kill, Dog and Pony Show. Thank you, and good night. Mm-hmm.